This is Hannah. This is Rachel. And this is What I Like to Tell People. Hi, Rachel. How was your week? Hi, Hannah. It was good. Uh, nothing has really changed. I did get to um, see my parents uh, for a little bit, and that was nice. What about yours? How was yours? Yeah, it was good. I went home to West Virginia, and I got to see my parents and my brother. We wore masks and social distance, and it was good because I, I hadn't been home since July, so it was good to get back. And what's really amazing is the person we interviewed, Carly Bell Price, is actually from my hometown. So it's kind of a connection. It's full circle, it sounds like. And it's really, it's, it's a really fun episode because this is our first author too. And I, I hope we have many more authors. Right. And she is a first time author. So it's really cool that she's, you know, living her dream and her book's been doing really amazing. So it came out, I think like a week and a half ago. It's called Sally the Shoe and you guys will hear more about it and more about Carly's, you know, journey to become an author and how she's written many things, but this is the first time it's really kicked off and, you know, she's waited 20 plus years to do this. So it's awesome to see you're never, you're never too old. And I feel like she's still young, but you're never too old to, you know, live your dream. There's no limit in life. You know, if you want to do something in your eighties, even you can do it. It's just any, look at Betty White. She's still, you know, being famous. She's still being a badass, like always, because it's Betty. (laughs) But I mean, come on, she's awesome. But I think it, it was it's a great story and inspirational to hear her following her dreams too and it's making me want to actually uh start to write a book too because you were nagging me about it and I kind of want to just do it now if she can yeah. do it why not and you have the you have the tools Exactly. And she will give me the tools too because why not? We can help each other. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, everyone. We are here with Carly Bell Price, author of Sally the Shoe. Welcome, Carly. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so I just wrote Sally the Shoe. I actually started about five months ago, and it's going to print here within the next three weeks, which is super exciting. Um, this is my first children's book that I've written that has actually been published. I've written a bunch over the years, but this one's actually um, going to be printed in about three weeks, and it'll go on Amazon, on my website, um, on Kindle, and a few other locations that I'm not sure about yet, but I'm, I can't even believe it's happening. It's kind of like a dream come true, so I'm very appreciative and just blessed that it's even happening. So when this airs, it will already be out, right? Because this will be airing October 14th, and so you are That's you're right. releasing, really right? No, that's fine. People will know that it's pre-recorded. We'll let them know that it, okay. it's pre-recorded. You don't have to worry. Well, okay. Sally the Shoe is out. It's very exciting. Um, I am now starting to work on Milo the Mouse, which is my second book. And uh, so I'm, I, I have about 10 written, maybe 15. And the illustrations take just a little while. Like, that's really what takes the most amount of time are the illustrations. I do illustrations for a living. So, yes, it it takes forever to draw. (laughs) Oh, 
awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love, I mean, I love what my illustrator has done. It is absolutely amazing. But he is in Spain. So, well, he's in Peru. And so it's really cute because um, I had no idea that we were communicating, like he did not speak English whatsoever. So we were communicating through like an app, uh, you know, one of the translator apps. Well, one day he wrote back and he, he wrote back something in Spanish. And I said, Percy, I don't speak Spanish. I said, I don't know why you did that. And he said, oh, I forgot to use my translator. And I'm thinking, I said, do you not speak English? And he said, huh? no, not at all. He, he doesn't speak. And he is amazing. He has translated every single thing. My Boone County twang accent. He's got it all down pat. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, yeah, no English at all. How did you find him? So there's this site. It's called, I thought it was called Fever, but it's actually pronounced Fiverr. It's F-I-V-E-R-R, and you can go on and look for anybody who's not creative works. You can look for illustrators, songwriters, album covers, all kinds of different things. So I just go on Fiverr, and I started searching children's book illustrators, and that was a big process. Like I went through, I mean, seriously, hundreds of illustrations, how I found the one that I just felt spoke to me, and I narrowed it down to two, and then I took those pictures of Sally the Shoe, and I put them on Facebook, and I had all my friends and family vote, and gosh, we got like a thousand votes on Facebook for this shoe, and uh, he, he won hands down, and so his name is Percy, of course, I've never met him because he's in Peru, but um, he's my really I can't complain about anything it's just taking a little while it's just the, the, the illustration process I can write books within a day or two and if I could afford to put all those books out quickly and have you know more than one illustrator I could do that but it's probably looking like I'll as of now I will probably release two bits a year probably a spring and a fall still really exciting that's still really exciting and still a lot too because most people only do like one even every few years too depending so that's awesome yeah i had i had i I mean i really was hoping to do about four or five a year Um, and maybe i still will you know as i get going and as i make more money off of sally the shoe then i can invest that into milo the mouse and uh so that's the book that I'm working on now. What made you uh, uh, make the main subject shoes? What was your main? I wish I had some amazing answer, but let me tell you how I came up with Sally the Shoe. I was sitting there with my buddy, and I said, I was sitting there with my buddy, Danny. And so he said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm writing another book. And he said, another one? I said, yeah. I said, I've written a few this week. And he said, my goodness, he's said, you write them fast. And I said, buddy, you just give me a topic and I can write about it. And uh, he said, just anything. And I said, anything. I said, oh, sh- I can write about those shoes over there. And he started laughing. And, and I said, huh, I can write about those shoes over there. I think I'm going to write a book about shoes. That's really like how it happened. And then I love shoes anyway. Like I have way too many shoes. I went to Myrtle Beach once with my girlfriends and it was hilarious. We were going to be gone four days. <laughs> I shouldn't even tell people this. I took 22, 22 pairs of shoes to Myrtle Beach. I mean, yeah, I'm a hot mess. But, I think um, that's fine. I, I've taken more shoes than days. I've stayed, like, almost every time. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. Yeah, I, 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 they made lots of fun of me. They said, Carly, really? Who needs 22 pairs of shoes? We're going to be here three nights. You need three to change later. throughout the day. I get it. Like, Right. Thank you. I know. Yeah. It's very, very important. 
just love shoes. And I started thinking, my goodness, there's so many ways you can go with the shoe characters. And one of my shoe characters is flip the flop. And it's, um, some, I'm trying to remember the exact words, but people thought he was a flop, but a flop he was not. And so he actually helped build uh, the home for Harry. So if you haven't read my book yet, um, Harry is a homeless shoe. And all the kids, Sally basically leading all the efforts, kids, adults, their teachers, they all come together because he's homeless and they build Harry a shoe. So, and then he gets a makeover and then he looks all fancy at the end. And uh, so it's, it's, it's really cool. So, and it's showing how diverse people come together and can change the world together. So, and I hope the kids like the characters. They're, they're, they're pretty cute, I think. Uh, Sally the Shoe, it, my mom is uh, almost 80, and, and uh, she's super cute. I said, Mommy, I wrote a book about you. I said, I named it after you. I named it Sally the Shoe. And she said, my God, that's perfect because I feel like an old shoe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was just adorable hearing about that when I was reading about your mother being, you know, the Sally the Shoe. And then I was wondering if other people in that book were named, any of the other shoes were named after people. Well, not in this one. Um, another book, and you know, I wanted to do that more, but I kind of got into this habit of the first letter, like flip the flop begins with an F, Sally the shoe begins with an S, Harry the homeless shoe. So I couldn't do everybody, and then I thought, I, I'm going to leave out people. So I want to do that, though, in many of my books, but this one's all about my mom. So, Well, um, good. She's the best subject then. <laughs> Yeah, you can be like Taylor and leave Easter eggs throughout, like Taylor Swift. Be like, oh, this is about this situation. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but I, my mom, unfortunately, she's um, she's in a nursing home right now. Um, she has Alzheimer's. So she knows who I am, thank God. And she knows who most of my, well, she knows everybody, except if, if she would have met you within the past year or two, she wouldn't recall that she'd met you. And um, so the past five years are kind of fuzzy, but before that, she remembers well. But I have to keep reminding her about the shoe book, which, you know, kind of breaks my heart. But but when I say it, she's like, oh, yes, I remember that. And she gets all excited. And so I, I wanted her to, to see the book first, but I wasn't able to do that because of, of COVID-19. I couldn't get into the facility. But um, she is so proud, though, and so excited about it. And uh She's my inspiration, really, for writing it because that's how my mom has always been. You know, people people in need. I've seen her, like she would have a yard sale, and people would show up at the yard sale, and she'd say, "Carly, I think they need help. Let's just give them all, all that stuff." I can't tell you how many yard sales we have had in Madison, where literally she would just say, "Just go put that in their car. Just let them take all that stuff." She's just always been that way, just very giving, even when she didn't. I mean, guarantee she probably needed the money from that yard sale, but she didn't care. She was going to give it to people who needed it more than she did. So, and my dad was the same way, but that, I, I wanted to show kids that no matter the situation, we need to step up and help those who are less fortunate. And uh, one person can make a difference. The last uh, line of my book is, it only takes one person to plant the seed. And it has Sally with a watering pan planting uh, a sunflower that's bloomed. And so it just took, took one person to gather everyone together and build a house for, for Harry. And uh, so I hope it's a good message that 
kids and adults and teachers all can get behind. So I definitely think we need that in the world, especially right now. That is for sure. And I am sorry about your mom. My grandma actually had dementia. And she just passed away this year. So I understand what you're going through. And she was an artist. So thank, I think it's great that you have a memory of her in this book. So Um, that's awesome. I I appreciate it. I'm sorry to hear about your grandma. That's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, and you're an illustrator. So you need to go on Fiverr. Go on Fiverr and put your stuff on there. I tell her. I I told her she needs to. I have to. Yeah, so go, and you can, I mean, there's all kind of, oh, and then they'll even pay people to write books on Fiverr. Like, if I want to go and say, I'll write your book for you, then they might pay me to do that or write songs or whatever, so. And um, this might be something you might want to share. So, my mom also, she's written songs, like, really good songs. I mean, she's she's gotten some of them copyrighted, and, um, I mean, I'm not just saying this because it's my mom, but they are amazing songs, really, and she put that on hold to raise me and my sisters and I hate that that she put it on hold because she never got to do it but um but one day I can get her songs out there because they I swear they're amazing so she kind of is my inspiration for writing she, she writes poems and music and then um writing since I was little and uh I think it's like it, it must be God's timing because I'm 45 and I was like man I wish I would have started this 10, 15 years ago, and I did. The thing is, is I did start this 10 or 15 years ago, but it wasn't the right timing, obviously, because it's now, it, everything is falling together from the heavens. It's just like everything I needed to happen is happening, and I just think that it wasn't my timing, you know, so um, so if you're out there and you have a goal or a dream or something you want to accomplish, never say you're too old, never say you're too young, just You'll figure out when the right time is. And, you know, when I look back 10 years ago, don't think it was the right time. Now, uh, it is. I just feel it in my heart. I know it is. And when I posted my Sally the Shoe book on my Facebook page, I had a guy named Tracy Atkins. He commented and he said, Carly Bell, you realize this is what I do for a living? I help books get published and I edit them. And I said, are you kidding me? And he said, no, I I swear that's what I do. He said, I'm going to help you out. And I was like, well, I was like, you know, how much do you charge or whatever? He said, you know, he said, God bless me so much over the years. He said, I'm just going to pay it forward. You were always good to me in school. And he said, I'm not going to charge a penny. And he normally charges, you know, $2,000, whatever, to, to help this happen. And I was super blessed with that because without Tracy Atkins, I would be totally lost on this whole process, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, that's really awesome. It's all about connections. I mean, even, you know, having the podcast and be like, hey, you know, come on our podcast, so then you can share it and we can, you know, share your book with other people and things like that. That means a lot. I love your old podcast. It's super cool. I'm going to have to start listening to it. Yes. Yeah, we just started just last year because that's what we wanted to do. And we just did it ourselves. I mean, we have a very small audience, but hopefully it will grow. You know. Get the word out there, and if anyone wants to do interviews with us and you think of anything, there you go. Just send them your our way, <laughs> and they can tell us what they want. Did you did you draw the pictures behind behind you? Yeah, Rachel yeah, did. Yeah, they look awesome. See? That's awesome. Yeah, you got you got to get on fiber and put your stuff on there. And <laughs> I've tried to tell her, like especially whenever. You know, I asked you to be on here, and I was telling Rachel, I was like, oh, you need to, you could write a, or you could illustrate a children's book very easily. You know, this is your opportunity. 
I did take classes on it too. I taught got got children's books classes on how to set up illustrations and everything. You would think really? I would use that. Yeah, I have a degree in illustration and design. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's craziness! Wow. So I, so I bet you love hearing about all this stuff. Well, you need to get on there. I, hey, this might have been more for you than me today. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was gonna um I keep forgetting that this is October, but um when I was in college um. I helped plan the Habitat for Humanity. And you know what's funny is I think that um, I didn't realize maybe I was doing this, but I did Habitat several times on spring break. We would go to uh, different different states and build homes for low-income families. And it was always my favorite service project. And I really think subliminally, I, when I was writing the book, I immediately went to building a home for somebody. Because those were the best projects ever. I mean, I love Habitat for Humanity. I'd like to do that again. But, um, yeah, I think that, that that was just something that I always loved and kind of incorporated that into my books and didn't even really, really mean to. So I want to do something where uh, I have nine dogs, which is, like, crazy. <laughs> like, I was going to ask. Yeah, I saw that in your, like, video about your book, and you're like, don't ask. <laughs> I saw, I saw, heard that. I, I saw that, too. <laughs> Oh my gosh, listen, I, I actually love animals, but I did not mean to have nine dogs. Like, it was not on my bucket list. Like, I'm going to have nine dogs in my house. So, um, what happened was I rescued, okay, I already had three. Then I rescued a dog who I named Macy, and she was at the West Madison Park here in Boone County. And uh, so I was going to get her home. That was the plan. But then I fell in love with her, and she was so cute and fluffy and sweet. So I took her home. Well, my friend looked at her, and she was like, oh, yeah, she's fixed. You can tell that she's been fixed. Okay, good, because Murphy's not fixed yet. You know, I haven't had him very long. She's like, oh, no, it's fine. I was like, okay. <laughs> so you have a family? Oh, my gosh. With, I was like, Macy's getting fat. Like, are we feeding her too much? Like, what is going on? No, she... She got fired because she was getting pregnant. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, she is pregnant. No, this is not happening. So she had five puppies, and then I fell in love with them. And so then I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, they're so cute. They love each other so much. And then I named them after deceased family members. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then after, you can't get rid of them then. I mean, I named them. <laughs> So I named one after my dad, Charlie. I named one after um, my Uncle Jake, my Aunt Patsy. I named one um, Pinky Bell. And then I named one after my Papa, Ralph. And so my mom, so that was four of them. And my mom said, are you not going to name a dog after me? I said, Mommy, you're still alive. And she said, <laughs> she said well, I'm going to die soon. Name a dog after me. And I oh. said, I said, that's horrible. She started cracking up. She said, well, I'm just saying I'm almost 80. And I said, all right, I'll name a dog after you. So I'll have a Sally dog. Well, <laughs> I guess, you know, if if that dog wasn't there, at least she has a book that lives forever, technically, <laughs> named after her. So. That is true. So I, I don't know. My house is crazy. I mean, like, I should definitely have a reality show. My I house feel like your Instagram, like, people really love dogs. You could become Instagram famous with that. Yeah, if you just 
just followed me around. Like, when I come in to give them treats, they go crazy. Like, I think I'm going to have to start having a dog outfit downstairs because nine of them jumping up at you, on you at one time. And then if I want to go somewhere after I get home, I get real dirty and they scratch my pants. So I'm like, I'm going to have a dog outfit whenever I roll them. Put on my sweatpants, then go upstairs because it is crazy. And then, but I am doing something called, um, it's something I came up with called Woof Woof. It's hard to say. Woof Woof Reviews. And so Woof Woof Reviews is basically my dogs are going to review my children's books. And they're uh-huh. going to give me scores. And um, and then I even want them to, like, each dog to maybe teach a lesson to kids, whether it's anti-bullying or whatever the topic is. And then each dog will kind of will give tips and stuff. Because, you know, if it's going to take six months to get a book out or I'm hoping we can get that down to four and I can do three a year. But um, so I'm going to have them re- review different things. And then I want to include kids, especially in writing my books. Like I posted one the other day. Um, there was a, let's see, a small little bird who used odd, funny words. And so that's the title. And I asked kids, I said, why don't y'all send me some funny words? And so I, I've gotten the cutest list of like, so some of the words, like it's been super cute. Um, hold on here. I'll show you. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, I've gotten all kinds of, uh, all kinds of kids and, and adults too. I want the adults to to play along but uh i probably have already 20 super cute made up words and some of the kids are even writing tell me what they mean and there's some funny ones so if i use those words in my little book about the bird then um i will list all those kids in the back of the book and the parents that come up with it so they'll be recognized for coming up with so i want to include like in in the back of sally the shoe i have uh, a page where kids can create another shoe character and then they can either email it to me share it on my facebook or my instagram and uh so somebody's going to create a couple new characters for my next book because sally the shoe is a series and so um yeah so a kid out there their shoe is going to be in one of my upcoming books Oh, that's really awesome. My mom, back in the day, there was an author that put my brother and I, like, our names in it. Like, they had a story, and then, like, she paid for them. So we have a book with our names. It was, like, before, like, when I was being born to kind of, like, help him, I think, with a little sister. So you could kind of do things like that, too. I have a few books like that, too, actually, where you can have your names. Is yeah. that sort of what your mom did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's about, like, a dinosaur, and the characters are Adam and Hannah. So then, yeah. like, you could kind of do something like that where people can make their character books. That's super cute. Yeah, I think it's cool to let people, um, you know, engage and, and tell kids that, hey, you know, you can write a book, too. Help me write my books. Yeah. Yeah. You could do like workshops too. Like once all the, you know, and like and have kids come and they can be the care. You can have the characters come. I don't know. I'm playing. I'm a person that loves to plan like big events. And that's what you do, right? For yeah. the hospital, you kind of do like events. So yeah. You can do, like, kids workshops. And I feel like Boone County needs that. Like the workshop, like they don't have any summer programs really. That's a good do- idea because you hear about a lot of, you know, arts and crafts and painting and, and sports activities, uh, but yeah, that's true. You don't really see much on, on writing, and uh, so that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. I need to think 
Yeah. And I know the library used to have a program because I went one summer. They had like a week long thing. So you could even kind of do something with the library and have like some sort of workshop. Yeah, I heard they have like read aloud down there. So that yeah. would be that would be super cool. And I'm I'm um I'm trying to figure out different places to do um uh, book signings and things like that. And then um I'm also hoping, like I said, to continue writing several Sally the Shoe books. So this one was Sally the Shoe Helpful Souls and it was Souls S O L E S. And then we're going to do one, Sally the Shoe, Soulmates, S-O-L-E, Mates. And then um, my friend Camila, I'm going to give a shout out to Camila. Uh, she came up with all kinds of cute little ideas. But one of her ideas, she said, oh, my gosh, you need to do one on, called the Red Bottom Girl Shoes. Well, oh, Louis, yeah. Yeah, Louboutins, which I do not have any Louboutins, but she does. And she was like, yeah, you can make them like everybody thinks they're snotty and, you know, and they don't fit in. And then at the end of the bit, people realize that they judged them based on what they were wearing and based on supposedly the money that they had. And so at the end, they're all going to be friends and it's going to be great. But yeah, that's going to be one of my. That's a cute idea too, because then you could also show that they're just powerful, strong shoes that are uh, all different and wonderful, but strong together. So yeah. Yeah, that's I love it. I love they it. could be strong, independent women yep. too. Like, and then they don't have to be like married or anything. They're like, I made this. On, I have this money on my own, or yeah, or yeah. things like that. Yeah, so. uh, but obviously, I can't use any, um, you know, copyright because I wanted to do one, uh, you know, like a Michael Jordan shoe. Obviously, I can't use that copyright. But I'm gonna call it maybe like Jordy Jordan jumping shoe or something. Or you can and do red like bottoms. stilettos instead of the red bottoms. So they're like different stilettos and things. Yeah, it's so fun. Like, you would not believe how much fun I'm having Googling shoes. Like, I go on, and I just Google shoes all the time. And I know people's like, what is that? That is the craziest shoe I've ever seen. And they are so cute. And so then I send those to my off, my illustrator, and I'm like, I want that shoe mixed with that shoe. And and he just makes it happen. I mean, and, and he's really good at bringing these characters to life. And a lot of my friends have said that, like, Carly's like, when you look at their faces, they all have little personalities you can just tell. And, and that's what I want. I want I want these characters to kind of come alive in a kid's mind and say, yeah, I know Sally the Shoe, you know. Maybe you'll be a cartoon one day. You'll be, like, on Netflix or something. Oh, my gosh, that would be awesome. I look, I look to buy these little plush things, and I sent a company an email about getting little plush dolls made uh. of characters. No, too expensive. <laughs> but one day, I might. But it was like the least amount I had to buy, it was like $5,000. And, I mean, I would make money eventually after I sold them all. But who has $5,000 laying around? I know. Well, I guess you could you sell them with the book, like, and up the price for the book. And then they get a little, you know. Plush. Like a set. Like you could get yeah. a plush if you do this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I would love to do that. But, um. That will probably be down the road, but I'd say the most frustrating for me um, as a author is that I do write them, and I don't mean, I, when I say this, I feel like I'm being arrogant, I promise I'm not trying to come across that way, but ideas have always just kind of come to me, and so, like, if somebody says, Carly, go write about that chair over there, like, okay, give me 10 minutes, I'll write you, but, and it may not be the best book I've ever written, but I can, I can write really quickly, it's just trying to figure out how fast I can get the books out and still have a great illustrator. Cause you don't want to rush your illustrator. You, you want, 
him or her to do their best work. But he, uh, yeah, he, he, he took a little while on this one. It was a little bit longer than what we had intended. Um, you know, he said, oh, it would only take me three days to do that. Uh, three days turned into seven to 10 every time. So now I'm behind by about two months. But his work's so amazing. It was like I'd be aggravated and then I'd see what he did. Oh, <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, but it's so good. I can't even be mad. But mm-hmm. I just, I might get a second illustrator, like I said earlier. I really think that's what I'm going to do. Um, but then you have to be able to afford to. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your illustrator. <laughs> you can um get feedback re- from the first one or yeah and he said you can really uh, market more and go out to book signings more and he said sometimes if you rush you know you may not be turning around as good quality work so but I I tend to disagree a little bit because I want at least get four to five out a year and at this rate I'm only gonna be able to get like two maybe three and like I said I already have 10 more written and I just am ready to put them out there right now but you'll need to we talked about before we recorded which I realized we didn't mention but like you were a lifeguard when I was little at Madison had dad was it junior had dad pool yeah and yeah you could could write one about that and then you could have your Carly world when you reopen the pool (laughs) yes this is listen anybody that's from Boone County if I can make a little money, well, okay, I'd have to make a whole lot of money. But if I make a lot of money on these books, if I ever become rich, they're going to go back and be like, you remember that? We have you on that podcast. But I'm not even joking. I want to re, I want to fix the pool up, the Madison pool. Because, like you said, that was, that was the best memories ever. I was at that pool every single day. Then I taught swimming lessons there. And when I was in college teaching those swimming lessons, that's what helped me pay my way through school as far as getting books and stuff. But, yeah, if I ever make enough money, I ain't going to fix up the Madison pool. Um, it was literally, you could throw a rock in it from my house. I mean, we, <laughs> we walked down to the pool every day. So I hate to see it sit there. And, you know, yeah, one, yeah. one day. Carly, what would you like to tell people? Oh my gosh, I'm normally a talking machine, and when <laughs> it's like when somebody actually flat out asks you, then I'm like, gosh, what do I want to tell people? Um, I I think one of the most important things, and it's really not just for children, but for adults too, that some I've heard it so many times. I'm too old to do that now. Um. I'm not old enough to do that now. I can't follow my dreams. I don't I don't have enough time to pull that off. And really what I would say is don't let your dreams go by. No matter what it is, try to make it happen. And don't get discouraged if it doesn't happen right when you want it because that happened to me. I, I mean, I tried to get books published, gosh, 15, 20 years ago, and I didn't really know what I was doing. And, gosh, there's so much stuff online. This company will help you. That company will help you. And you don't know what's legit. And so um, the timing just wasn't there for me back then. And then, like I said, I posted it on Facebook. And that's when my friend Tracy Adkins said, I can help you make this happen. And so I do think it was just God's timing and not my timing. Like I said, I just, 
don't get discouraged if it doesn't happen in your timing because literally 15 years ago and now here I'm getting my book published. It's a little later than what I wanted, but I'm absolutely fine with that. Um, and so just, just don't give up on your dreams if you have something that you want to uh, accomplish, no matter what that is. And what else do I want to talk about? Oh, um, I want people to interact with me on my social media. I want, I really want people to give me ideas. I think sometimes people think that, you know, they're work, they're scared that to give me criticism or, or constructive criticism. I should say, I, I love for people to tell me what I need to do differently. Like I want, especially kids come on and say, Hey, have you thought about writing about this or that? Or, um, and sending me lines that they want to see in my book. And, you know, I can tweak them and, and change them around, but, I would love for kids to send me ideas, you know, so I will have a YouTube channel. Well, I guess um, by now I will. So I have a YouTube channel. And so uh, it's Carly Bell Books, K-A-R-L-I-E-B-E-L-L-E Books. And so you can get on there, communicate with me, watch the videos that we have. And then also and I have Instagram uh, and Facebook. And then I also have a website and that's, um, carlybellbooks.com and so if you go on the website it'll link you to all my social media pages and and I want to hear from you tell me what you like tell me what you didn't like in the book tell me what you want to see done differently and give me ideas for future books um so that's yeah that's what I'd like like you ought to do interact with me as much as you can and um, make sure you buy the book oh yes buying it would be awesome <laughs> <laughs> than I already am about this. But, I mean, it, it will be awesome if I can sell enough of the Sally of the Shoe um, to then put that towards, you know, other books and keep that going, you know, because you do have to be able to pay the illustrator. Um, and uh, it's so worth it, though. I mean, gosh, it's it's been every minute of this process has been so exciting. I, it It's given me a, I don't know, it's, I feel like I'm like 20 again. Like I come into my house. I'm so excited. I can't wait to check my email and see if anybody's written to me and uh, give me ideas about future books. And I love it. It's just, it's so much fun because it's my passion. I mean, that's what I like. I like to write. I've been writing since I was little. I mean, I, I was at our farm the other day going through a bunch of um, old boxes and I need to find that and put it on my social media. But I found poems and books that I had written when I was like 10 and 11 and even some that I'd written when I was five. And I was going through that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I was doing this since I was little. Like, and didn't even realize how much I had written over the years. And um, so I think once you find your passion, you just know it. And don't give up on it. And keep fighting for it. Um, I, I did a fundraiser on Indiegogo. I don't know if anybody's heard of Indiegogo. But that's where I sold my first edition copies. And uh I sold almost 500 just just there before the book was even out. And, and Tracy, my book uh, shepherd, that's what we call him, my book shepherd, Tracy Atkins. But he said, you know, you've already exceeded the goals of most authors because, you know, most people, it's, you're lucky if you sell, I think he said, like 2 to 5% of your book. So um, I'm very appreciative that I had that support. And a lot of it was friends and family. So I love y'all. Thank y'all for supporting me. But um, it meant so much. But, you know, I, I hope that I can get a fall. Well, I might already have a fall. 
I hope you do. I hope so. That'd be awesome. But um, but yeah. So that that fundraiser, the goal is to sell my first edition copies on the Indiegogo fundraiser or on my website, and they're a little bit more expensive because um they're around twenty five dollars usually, and they're signed and their first edition. So they're a little bit more expensive, but that excess money um, that I raise uh, from the first editions, then I use that to put into the illustrations. So that's how I was able to cover the illustrations this time and the shipping and get my website was through, um, and then I had to buy ISBN numbers. You know, I've learned so much. Like, I'm, I was like, I have to buy what? So he's like, go on. You got to buy 10 ISBN numbers. It was only like 300 when I only, I was like 300, but $300 for, it's about $30 a number. Good pair. You have to do, do that. Huh? It was a good pair of shoe price. Like, <laughs> you could have got your Louis Vuitton. I think it might be 600 but <laughs> probably could have gotten Louis Vuittons with that, with all this stuff. But, um, but he was like, yeah, you know, you need to, there was just so many things that, that the expense involved. But like I said, it was worth every penny. But those those pre-sales do go into making my dream happen by by, by paying those fees. And so um, what else do I want people to know? Keep in mind that I'll keep doing the woof woof reviews with my nine crazy dogs. And uh, they are really fun. And I love them. And so I think you'll grow to love them if you get on there and watch my dogs on my show. It's a crazy day. But I want, I really like to get them to review other books. But with plagiarism, I know some authors don't like you to read their books on YouTube. But I was going to have my dogs. But any other authors who are listening to this, if you want me to, if you give me permission to read your book on my YouTube channel, then please let me know by getting on my website, emailing me, because I'd be happy to read any books out there. I just want to get permission first, so don't want to upset anybody. I think I, I feel like I've talked so much, and I feel like I've rambled. Um, oh, fine. This has been really great. Thank you yeah. so much for coming on. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, yeah, this is my first podcast. It's really weird because it's just like radio, and you don't – I mean, I see you all, but to think that it's just going to be my voice, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do people want to hear my voice that long? I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I like the voice. thank you Rachel what did you think of this episode I loved it Hannah but of course I would you know I'm into all the uh, children's books and art and I just found it inspiring that she's just even writing all these stories out while she's working you know while she's working her on her free time too and like that's just great like that I don't know I'm very inspired by her and I Honestly, what about you? Yeah, well, I, when, you know, I'm friends with her on Facebook and I knew her from the pool and things like that. And I've watched her kind of go through this journey with the book and I really found it inspiring and wanted her to come on the show so she can expand her audience and other people can hear how great it is and and really realize that you can do anything and you, you know, like you can be a girl from Boone County, West Virginia and publish a book and have it be successful. And I hope that she has, you know, all the success in the world. And I hope this is just a, a you know, a jumping. It's a little stepping stone. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's a stepping stone. I feel like she's definitely going to do great things and, she, her story already is engaging. I feel like she's going to do amazing. 
Yeah, I'm very excited. And we also have to send her some well wishes. She announced on Facebook that she has been diagnosed or tested positive for COVID. So we hope, Carly, if you're listening, that you feel better and that you are on the road to recovery. Feel better and try to get as much rest as you can. And we're thinking of you. Yeah, and thank you everyone for listening. And we also want to thank Sean Price for our wonderful theme song. Thank you, Sean. And you can all subscribe to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, now YouTube, and LinkedIn. And make sure you subscribe to this episode and leave a comment or rate, and that way we can get even more listeners. Yes, that would be awesome. And if you guys want to be on the show, you could even, you know, send us a message. Until next week, Rachel. Bye. Bye. (laughs) And this was what I'd like to tell people.